You're listening to the Chapel Students Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Chapel Students Podcast. You are in for an amazing episode today, a real, real treat. Uh, I have two incredible students, um, two amazing middle schoolers um, on the pod today. Today, we've got none other than Claire Sims and Drew Fleming. Guys, what's up? Thanks for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Man. What's up, Drew? How are you today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate you guys making time in your unbelievably busy schedules to join me on the podcast today. Um, how's it going? Doing Pretty good. good. What is, uh, so we're in the middle of February now. What is, how has the school year been? Have you, what's it like right now? Mm, it's pretty good. I would say teachers are getting more like not as strict so that's good yeah do you feel like it's kind of like have you gotten out of the lull of okay christmas is over it's cold it's snowy it's just freezing every day is it like okay i'm adjusted now it's winter time i'm ready to do this yeah i feel like there's a lot of work in school too is there a lot of work in school right now what part of the like where are we kind of in the semester in February? Like, are you at the end of a nine weeks? Third are you, quarter. You're in the, the third start quarter. of the third yeah. quarter. Okay. Like this wow. So you guys, that means there's one more quarter left. How are yeah. you? All right. I'm going to put you on the spot. How are your grades? My grades uh, are good. Yeah. yeah grades are, are good. good. Excellent. Safe answer. What's your hardest class right now? Science. science. So what science do you guys take? We're both as, in the same class. Uh, you're in the same class. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are at mid-low middle. Yeah. Okay. What is an eighth grade science class like right now very boring yeah boring. extremely boring a lot sorry of to all the science a lot teachers of talking, listening a lot of listening and sitting there not you, just listening to the teacher talk what is uh in eighth grade for me i had physical science what is when, what science are you guys in now earth, earth, earth and space science, science. Yeah. earth and wait there's a whole class called space science earth, earth and space science. earth and space yeah. science we're learning about like dinosaurs and fossils and stuff now we're like, learning about like periods of time in like the eras really yeah that sounds amazing no no it's really hard it's really hard earth science is what i took in uh seventh grade i loved it but it was kind of hard my teacher was mr mcelhaney and it was amazing i told him i was spider-man and i would jump around on the lockers in the hallway and he'd just laugh he wouldn't be like come on get down he'd be like oh that's so funny and it was one of the best classes ever really yeah it was crazy He ended up giving me his phone number and some friends of mine and I, we called him and prank called him, but then he had to talk to me in class and tell me to stop doing Um, that. But (laughs) that was pretty dumb of me to do that. Don't prank call your teachers. It's bad. Do you guys, um, okay. So in middle school, so people who are listening right now, there might be a guest or someone who has kids, doesn't have kids, fill us in because this is an episode that is going to be a two-parter. We're going to have... Uh, students interviewed uh, middle and high school, and then we're going to have an episode from parents. And the heart of this episode is for students to tell adults what they wish adults knew about being a teenager in 2022. So this is an opportunity for you to tell all the adults, all the parents, what it's actually like to be a middle schooler this year what you're going through what's cool what's not cool what like what you need them to know and so um 
in case people don't know, middle school, you guys are at Midlow, eighth grade. What time does middle school start? So you guys are getting to school when? First bell rings at 7.30. First bell is at 7.30. The day is done at what time? 2.05. 2.05. Okay. And now do you guys, are you guys in sport? Do you guys do sports? Are you guys in any extracurriculars? Like, what about your life? Do you have any extra things going on? I have wrestling practice at the high school for the high school after school. Okay. You're on the wrestling team. For, or is it for ninth? Like, are you on a JV high school yeah, team? JV. Cool. Claire, do you do any extracurriculars? Uh, well, I was the manager for the boys' basketball team, and our season just ended. Come like, on. Two, three days ago. How'd they do? Uh, we lost. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Dang. But that's really cool. I, that's amazing. You got to be the manager for the basketball yeah, team? That's sweet. past two years I did it. What responsibilities did that entail? Uh, I kept the book at the games. Okay. And then before practices, I would like mop. And then during practices, I would keep the score and stuff. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> Do you guys... All right. So my first question is, what is it like to be a middle schooler? You guys are now eighth graders, which means you've had the past two-ish, three years now in this pandemic, school being virtual, back and forth, masks, no masks, like what has it been like for you, your middle school experience, being a part of this whole season of life we're in? Uh, I'd say it's been pretty interesting. It's definitely something, and especially with like COVID and everything, it's like something that like you can't really relate to with other people, mm-hmm. like your parents or older people. Sure. Um, And it's definitely like different like a lot of there's not many like no tables there's not really any like group activities anymore and I feel like a lot of the extra stuff kind of went away because of COVID and we couldn't like contact tracing and social distancing so it kind of became like more just like school-based and I feel like a lot of the kids in middle school have like learned to like go for their friends more and like be there and do different stuff with your friends and since like other stuff I guess the fun kind of part of school got taken away by COVID. Yeah Drew what do you think? Yeah I think it's changed a lot since sixth to eighth grade over like the masks and all the COVID mandates and stuff and how like the teachers are teaching and every like all the schoolwork too and just. Do you guys mourn like do you miss what you used to have or are you so adjusted to this new way of school that you're just like this is just what i know or are you like man i miss being able to have the group projects or being able to sit at the lunch table with a bunch of people like do you miss those things has that been hard or are you like i don't really think about it um yeah sometimes i miss that but i've kind of gotten used to it over the time claire what do you think i feel like we kind of like a lot of male schoolers or me, I feel like I've kind of adapted and learned to like, yeah, I can't do that, but I can do this instead and like kind of learn to like do different things. You mentioned, Claire, um, that students are maybe less going to school for like the academic part or like Mm -hmm. being excited about learning and now just being able to maybe be more excited about spending time with friends. Yeah, I definitely think because online school, that That definitely showed a lot of people that like school is like a community and like yeah yeah, it sucks we have to go and learn but like think about it it's like all your friends in one big building like yes how did it change for you guys from being virtual like what did you notice in yourselves shifting from 
I'm a virtual student to, oh my goodness, I'm back in person with all my friends. Like, did you notice a shift in your personality or your mood or your behavior being like, I'm so pumped to like see people again and be around other friends or like, has it been harder like being in person? I feel like in person, it's helped me a lot because instead of just doing all my work online, I'm able to like get my work done and then be able to like talk to my friends and have some time other than school. So both of you, I would say it's safe to say you're both more fans of in-person than you've been just with the online stuff. And it's been probably more positive in like your approach to school and just being able to have community again and people to talk to and like that was probably just really hard you definitely learn to like appreciate like actually getting up and going to school like even like for me i don't know but like actually being able to like pick out an outfit and not like just like sit in my bed all day yeah i'm like so pumped you guys get to do that stuff again because like we said a lot of things you had to like mourn the loss of like oh when you're online you just really had to like put on a nice shirt or like fix your face a little to like Mm -hmm. not have bedhead in the morning but now you to like go through those rhythms of being a middle schooler putting out an outfit or showing up to school or showing off your new shoes or like your braces i remember when i was in middle school so lame but it was even just cool when you had braces to like when you changed the colors to like show everyone your new colors or like oh it's christmas time i'm gonna make them christmas colored and now like when you're just stuck at home you don't get to do even something like that that you're like oh i miss being able to do that hmm what do you think if you had an opportunity well, you do, uh, to tell adults what what's something that you like that adults don't know or that you wish adults knew about being a teenager now? Like what's something that you would say, man, I don't think adults have a clue about this or I wish it'd be helpful for parents to be aware of this thing, but like what would that be for you guys? Um, I don't know. I probably just have to say that like, it's a lot different now and like not even like just the generation and like school 30 years ago till now is just I would say different in general like COVID or not COVID yeah and I think like a lot of it is like the people around us we can relate to with COVID like some of like teenagers do struggle just as much as adults mentally with school and with life, I feel like in general. And I feel like some adults don't really realize that we're kids, yeah, we don't have to worry about getting a job and paying the bills, but like we do have to, like real life problems and we do have to worry about different things and it's not just going to school and learning and everyone liking you and everyone being nice and everyone having fun and everything being easy. Like I feel like a lot of parents think about it like that. Like why aren't you getting straight A's? It's so easy. Like you don't have to do this and that. It's like, yeah, but we do have to do like all this stuff. stuff. Yeah. Would so when you're saying other stuff, what are some of the other things that are, like, on your plates? Just, like, a lot of other, like, school drama between, like, friends and stuff. That mm-hmm. in middle school, there's just a lot of drama. Yeah. People are definitely more outgoing, I would say, since COVID. And yeah. there's just been, like... Do you guys... Would you say you agree or disagree with this statement? Middle schoolers face a lot of pressures. Yeah, I agree with I that. What, definitely. what types of pressures are middle schoolers facing right now? Because like even me, I'm engaged with middle schoolers and high schoolers every day, but some things I just don't even, I'm not even aware of. Like take us deeper to understand what it's like, like the pressures middle schoolers face. I would agree with Claire on like the peer pressure part where a lot of students, their friends or their peers just, they think that um, something's cool, but the other person doesn't, but they like try and get them to do it because they think it's cool. So then their friend 
does it even though like they don't want to and they're faced with that peer pressure mm. yeah or i would just say like the fear of like being left out like the fear of your friends not liking you or not thinking you're cool enough or people being rude or whatever because you're not doing these things that you know are wrong but in your head it's like oh but everyone will like me and like i'll fit in i'll be like like her or like like him like whatever or stuff like that do you feel so let's let's take it a step further now you guys are both like christians in middle school um what's it like being a christian in middle school like because you're talking about pressures and things but now like in the christian sphere of it what is that like like because i know that pressures are pressures always exist right Mm -hmm. they're in high school they're in preschool like hey like throw this rock like you know there's like random uh pressures that even like little kids face all the way up to being adults but like being a christian today in middle school like take us there what is that like what's been your experience definitely like there's very people have very opinionated now they definitely have opinions and i would say sometimes like being a christian in middle school is definitely not easy like I'm like it's challenging and you go through faces of many things that you know that what you believe in your faith isn't right like that that to do that thing it's not right with your faith and what you believe in but sometimes you get lost and sometimes you just don't really know what to do and you're just trying to fit in and be like everyone else but I feel like sometimes we have to take a step back and look at it and say like hey I know that this isn't right and I know that my faith and like what I was raised on (laughs) wouldn't like approve of this and not necessarily just like your parents because like it's one thing to let your parents down but it's another thing to like let yourself down like wow your younger self That's or like how point. like before like hey let's say a year ago would i really be doing this would could i see myself in two years doing this like what path do i really want to choose right now wow drew what would what would you say to that being a christian in middle school I think she said it all, but I agree with, like, the part where she said a lot of, like, people think that something's cool, but if you don't do it, then you're not a cool person, even if it goes against something that you believe in or that you don't want to do because you think that it's not right or something like that, then they just want you to do that. Do you feel like you have a, like, so this is speaking, I guess, for Midlothian Middle School. Mm -hmm. This isn't necessarily for all middle schools because they're all different. Do you feel like Midlothian Middle School has a good, like a solid Christian community? Nope. Like of people that you can like run to that like, they get it, they know what I'm dealing with. Or is it like, man, I feel like I'm a fish out of water over here. Yeah, I don't feel like there's a very selection of people. Do you feel like there might be more, but they're afraid to say, like, I'm a Christian? Or do you feel like it's like, mm, it's hard to tell? Like, yeah, I feel like that. And then again, there's a lot of people that, like, will say they're a Christian mm. and, like, not to be judgy or anything. But, like, sometimes it's just, like, it's hard to watch people, like, go down the wrong path. Like, it's hard. Like, I warned you this is, like, not the right thing. I've tried to help you, but I can't, like, save you like Jesus can. Like, I can't. Like, it's hard to watch someone struggle with things and go to the wrong things because they just don't know what to do. And, like, I don't think that's all their fault. Some people don't have, like, the community like their parents to help them and guide them through the right things. So they really don't know what's wrong and right. But it's just hard to, like, like watch your friends or people choose wrong things because you know what they're dealing with at home or with themselves. And they choose, like, something that you know won't fill that hole. Sure. Um, shout out to you guys because I had the privilege of seeing Claire, you speak at FCA at Midlow back in January. And that's so cool. Like when I was in there, I was blown away. There was a moment where 
you were praying to close and drew you were there um i cheated i didn't close my eyes during prayer because i was the only time where i could like actually look around and see everyone and i counted and there were like 51 53 other middle schoolers at fca and your coach what's his name uh, Mr. King. Yeah, Mr. King. Teacher, or, yeah. yeah, he said that you just started like six weeks ago or eight weeks ago at that point. Yeah. I was blown away that there were 50-something other students that wanted to go to FCA. That's a big deal. Yeah. That's really cool. What are um, what are some things that teenagers, middle schoolers in particular, are saying? Slang, like words that you guys are saying that parents would just be like huh or wait what is that like i've never heard anyone say that what's like a word or two that people are saying uh maybe valid valid okay what does valid mean i mean i know i think what valid means but tell everyone what valid means to you guys maybe like that that's cool or that's good like okay so it still means the same thing valid is valid so use it in a sentence so if i was like Man, this Big Mac, it's valid. Yeah. But students probably wouldn't say that. But that's, okay, so valid means, like, approving something. Is there another word or two that you're like, parents Uh, don't know this? I would say, like, maybe, like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, pimp or, like, that's fresh or something. Okay. No, that's, no, that's, that's why we're here. That's, if people are saying that, that's what this episode's all about, is helping parents and adults know what people are... What people are actually saying. Yeah. Okay, pimp or fresh. Okay, what shows or things are you guys consuming? Like, what types of, like, yo, all my friends, they're talking about this show. Or mm-hmm. all my friends are talking about this thing that, like, why? Or, like, are people watching, like, are, are teenagers using, watching everything on YouTube? Are they watching everything on Netflix or Hulu? Or, like, what uh, kind of show is, like... I would say... Like, Netflix is a big one for me. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay, here's a question. Do teenagers share, like, Netflix passwords? Like, yeah. So, I like, hey, I'm friends, not allowed to have it. Okay, cool. Like, but then I'm going to log into my friends and, like, watch something during my lunch break yeah, or my ride like, on the bus and watch, like, I've been told I'm not allowed to do it, but then someone's giving me their login to do that. Are teenagers doing that or no? I don't think it's necessarily you're not allowed to. I just think like like stuff like Disney Plus or like Netflix, maybe like only the kid would use. And so parents aren't going to pay for it. But like, yeah. oh, my friend here, just use my login account. Like I'm already okay, paying for yeah, it anyway. Yeah. Like I wouldn't say it's stuff that like, oh no, I'm going to get this because my parents won't let me watch it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So you have an audience of parents listening to this. What other things would you say, you know what, I would love for adult, like, I feel like adults are, like, misunderstand us in this way. Like, I think that adults, here's something that I hear all the time. Uh, I hear adults talk about you guys and, like, your generation, Generation Z, and just say that you guys are just always on your phones. Like, that's all you guys do. They sum you up with, like, a category sometimes of, like, Oh, yeah, this generation, this is all they care about, or this is all they do. Do you guys agree with that? Do you feel like that's true of middle schoolers? Or are you like, no, I think we're more than that, or no, they nailed it. Like, what would you say? I think that kids are on their phones, like, a decent amount of time, but I don't think that's all they do. Like, we do other stuff. And parents, I think they're also on their phones a decent amount of time as well, other than kids when they say that we're on them too much. Like, they might be on them also a little bit too Mm -hmm. much. Mm. Yeah. And then, like, I would say that, like, 
Some, I would say that like, there's like, yeah, I've definitely been on my phone probably more than I probably should. But like, I feel like you use your phone to way to communicate with everyone. Like that's how you talk to all your friends. Like sure. if you don't have your phone, you're so out of the circle. Sure. Yeah. Um, do you feel like, now I also know that you guys uh, are a generation of change. Like you guys look at the way that things have been done or the way that things are being done like currently or maybe in the past and you're like, uh-uh, we're going to change that. Or like there's a better way. Like you guys think of, you guys are activists. Like you guys see something that's wrong or see something like a cause like bullying and you guys like rally people together instantly to like help fight against bullying or see someone in need. You guys like find ways to just care for people. Do you see that or are you like, no, I don't really know if that's really true of like us. Cause I see that, but I don't know if that's actually how it is or if you think it's different. Mm, I think it's something like that. And then going back to the phone, I feel like that's like a big community. Like it's easier for us to make a change because you send a text and like, or us, you post on your story and like a bunch of people can see it. It's not like you have to tell this person and this person tells this person. Like, and I feel like that can be a good and a bad thing, but I just feel like, like I said, again, like there's a lot of opinions at our school. Like there's, everyone has their own opinion and their opinion is always right. And mm. I feel like some people like don't really listen to others or like they disrespect others because of their opinions and their choices they believe. So. Wow. Do you guys feel, um, man, this is so good. Do you guys feel uh, like, so you have, how old are you guys? You're in middle school. Yeah, I'm 14. 13 and 14. Yeah. So you have just a few more years left of like, being teenagers until you eventually like high school looks like it's just around the corner, but it's going to come and go so fast. Do you feel like, um, you guys are excited about the next phase? Like, are you excited about high school? Are you excited about growing up or does it like scare you to like enter into the big world? Like what do middle, middle schoolers think about aging out of middle, middle school? Are they excited to grow up? Or are they like, Oh my gosh, it's overwhelming and daunting to me. I don't think there's a big difference for me. I think it's, like, the same as it's going to be for middle school. Like, it doesn't really phase me that I'm going to high school next year. It's just going to be the same, and I'm not really excited for anything or, like, not excited. Mm. Just it like, just feels just like a thing you do, yeah, and it's just, it work, is just though, what it is. I'm not ready for, like, if it's, like, a, a lot much more work than, like, middle school. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think sometimes... Ninth grade was like pretty, for me, ninth grade was kind of like a cakewalk, like it was pretty easy. And then 10th grade was my hardest year, but they always say junior year is like your hardest year. And then senior year was just kind of fun. So do you, um, man, do you guys have anything else that you want parents, adults to know about middle schoolers? about you in middle school, like something you you want them to take away from hearing you on the pod today, something you want to leave them with? Um, I feel like a big thing now, or I don't know, I just say, like, parents, just listen to your kids. Like, when they try and tell you something, like, just hear them out. When they say they want to talk, like, don't say, oh, you're a kid, like, blah, 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 because I feel like we have very own opinions and we do have, like, very own struggles and stuff, and sometimes parents won't even get their chance the ki- ugh, their kids the chance to listen to what they're trying to like what they have to say like you may be dealing with something and you want to talk to your parent about it and then halfway through the story they're like well what is this and this and this and they just like carry it on like when your kid wants to talk to you like you should feel like 
happy that they even come to you and want to share this with you. So just like listen when they try and tell you something and be there for them when they're going through a rough time. Don't ask them all the questions when they try and like when they want to support. Man, that is so that's so insightful. Thanks for sharing that. That uh man, I think it's, you know, I'm I'm older than you and I'm not as old as, you know, your parents yet, but I'm like I was in middle school during 9/11, okay? So that's 20 something years ago. So it was a while ago. And I forget sometimes too like what it's like to be in middle school. And I think you're like I think you're right. I think as we get older, it can just be hard sometimes to listen because as adults, we want to show we care, but we also want to like fix or help instead of just like sometimes for me, like when Emma will talk to me, sometimes I want to like help fix the problem instead of just listening to the problem and supporting that. And I think um, parents want to help you, but they also, it's sometimes hard to find the balance of, I want to help my kid and help them succeed, but I also don't want to like do it for them, but I want to like, I want to listen, but I, it's a weird balance. And sometimes, you know, hearing from you just saying, sometimes we just want you to listen, like can be, um, you know, it's, it's eye opening because, um, it helps us just remember like, man, sometimes one of the best things you could have is just a fr- like someone to listen to you, to support you in that way, instead of just fixing your problem for you, man. Well, guys, thank you guys so much for joining me today. I am so glad that you're a part of our student community and being leaders in your schools, hanging out at FCA, bringing people to that, speaking at FCA, being a witness on your wrestling team. Like that's what it's all about being an influence out in your community and helping just show people the light of Christ. Um, I'm just so appreciative of you being a guest here today. So thanks for, you know, again, carving out time, getting a ride, being here and joining me on the pod. It means a lot. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Totally. It was really fun. We're going to take a break, and then in a minute, we're going to have another conversation with two high school students and get their perspective of what it's like to be a high schooler. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, parents. Do you know about the Culture Translator? It's a free resource provided by the people at Axis to help you stay informed and aware of current events in teen culture. Axis is not affiliated with this podcast in any way, but this is a tool that I recommend to all parents. They'll send you a weekly email on Fridays with three bullet points that relate to the world of teenagers from that week. Topics range from celebrity news, hot issues, political events, music, video games, and even teen slang. It's an easy two-minute read, and I have benefited greatly from receiving this the past few years. We all know things are moving faster than ever before, and it's easy to feel lost, behind, or overwhelmed when it comes to keeping up with teenagers and what's actually going on in their lives. Sign up to receive the free Culture Translator by visiting Axis.org. Scroll down on the homepage and sign up for the Culture Translator today. All right, we are back, and we have two brand new guests in the studio right now. Just like that. It's like magic. First, you were hearing from Claire and Drew, and now you are joined in the studio by two of the greatest None other than Julie Bainter and Brendan Easter. You guys, thanks for being here. No problem. No I'm problem, excited. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. 
How was school today? You guys had school today. Is it an honor and even... Well, you're homeschooled, yeah, right, Brendan? I'm homeschooled, so it was just boring. Boring, okay. I didn't have co-op or anything, so it was just at-home work. Boring. Ugh. Yeah, nothing. okay. Boring, no co-op. You were just literally at home. At home. Just Do you have like a room homework. that you work in at home more than another room? I just have a desk room? in my room with all my books and everything. Nice. Okay, and Julie, how was... Was it an even or odd day today? Even day. Even day. Do yeah. you like even days more or less? I like even days more, yeah. You like it more? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Uh, more of my friends in my classes. Really. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys get to eat lunch together now, or, like, does that is that not a thing anymore yeah. either? We eat lunch in the cafeteria. Okay, yeah. so you can, like, with COVID and stuff, did they, like, get rid of any, like, lunch restrictions, or can you just eat like you used to back before COVID happened? There's there's no, like, seating restrictions. You can sit Okay, you can sit you anywhere. Want. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Good for you. That's amazing. Sweet. Um, guys, thank you for being here today. We're talking about, um, as you know, things that we wish or that you wish that you would like adults, parents to know about being a teenager in 2022. Um, and I think you both offer a unique perspective because Julie, you go to public school, um, go Cavs. And then uh, Brendan, you are homeschooled, go Easters. Yeah. Um, so... Tell us about your experience. Like, COVID's been going on now two years. So, um, you're, Brendan, you're in ninth grade. Mm -hmm. Julie, you're in 10th grade. Uh, so, you've been dealing with this since now, I guess, eighth grade and seventh grade. What is life like for you as teenagers right now? Yeah. So, right now, things are somewhat back to normal as far as COVID and everything. Um, but all the COVID stuff really brought just like a loneliness and that sucked in like 2020. But recently, like 2021 and 2022, I haven't felt um, like COVID has restricted anything for me at least, especially because I don't go to public school. My co-op for homeschool has pretty much been the same since like 2020, 2021 school year started. So, Do you feel like you've had a uh, your experience has changed? Like, can you look at it and see, like, okay, a lot has changed for me, or no, it feels like it's mostly the same kind of dealings every day, like you're saying. Like, do you feel like you're missing out on things, or do you feel like it's been, no, it feels kind of the same it's always been? The past year, I haven't felt like I've been missing out on anything, um, but 2020, definitely. I think everyone missed out on stuff in 2020. But the past year, I mean, for me, things have been back to almost normal. Really? Yeah, for pretty much everything. Like, no one no one has any COVID restrictions at my co-op. It's just completely normal, which you, is crazy, but it's nice. Like, I'm not complaining. <laughs> sure. Do you have – did it ever impact, like, homeschool sports or no? Sports have been the same. Like, do you no, play I, any sports? No, I don't even play any sports, okay. but I have friends who are in, like, homeschool leagues and stuff, and I think it definitely affected it at the peak of the pandemic, but right now it's, like, back to normal Great. for the most part. Julie, what about you? What's it been like? You've been dealing with this now since kind of middle school, and now your first two years of high school have been hit with this. Like, tell us about your experience. Um, I agree with Brennan. Like at first, it was really kind of lonely in twenty 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 twenty. Um, but it's still some things are still a little meh. Um, in public school, but like band, I'm in band, and so what do you play? We can't saxophone, okay. alto saxophone. Nice. Yeah, come on. And so like we can't travel for concert band. Um, 
for competitions and stuff. It's Does that mean really all tight. of your competitions have been like just canceled, or can you do any of them? For marching band, we had some competitions, um, but that's a sport thing, so it's a little different. Mm-hmm. They focus more on sports and like arts, um, but for just like normal concert band, nothing really. Mm. Yeah. What has it been like for like now in school with some of the restrictions being lifted? You know, masks are optional for students. Like, what has that been like in the halls of Clover Hill? Right, parents are probably wondering like. What's it like for my kid at school? Like, what has your experience been? Are people getting picked on or bullied for wearing one or not wearing one? Or are teachers, like, do you see it just being totally normal? It's like, you, you know, nothing, it's not a big deal. Like, what's the attitude of students, to, like, in the halls with all of that? It, the lift of the mask mandate hasn't really changed much. There are some students who aren't wearing masks anymore, anymore but none of them are getting, like, bullied that I know of. Yeah. Um, and I don't have any teachers personally that don't wear masks. I know of some, but I think I'm pretty sure adults are still required to wear masks mm. inside the building. Um, some teachers might not might not follow that still. But um, student-wise, I mean, through the hallways, I see students not wearing masks. But yeah, everyone's I, I, still just getting along and yeah, being fine. Yeah, Good. it's normal. Great. Yeah. So what are some things, like, if you imagine you're just, imagine you're in a room right now and there's a bunch of parents just you're at a podium and you you've got a mic and you there's some things you would just love for adults to know you wish that adults would know this or that about being a teenager right now what's something that you would tell adults right now that you think they might know or might not even know the first one is lighthearted and funny this is not serious but i thought of it earlier you cannot pause an online video game mom (laughs) it doesn't work like that all right, that's out of the way. Yeah. Be yeah. serious now. Okay, you cannot pause an online video game. They you don't get it, that. You heard it here. They don't get that. Yeah. What about it? Why? Like, they're, what she, game? She's like, any any online game, they're, they're like, just pause it. They come downstairs right now and pause it. That's not how it works, mom. Right. You can't it's pause just, Fortnite. You, you can just pause. get shot and exactly. die in the game and just it. lose a you know, member of like your that. squad. Exactly. Yeah. But back in our day... Back in my day, when I grew up playing video games, you know, you could pause Mario, you could pause sure. Sega, you could pause Zelda, but right. you could pause Pokemon. But now it's like they didn't so have, many they didn't have online online games. capabilities, like especially you know, then you just got to find like I play Fortnite, whatever, and if I have to like leave or answer the door or like empty the dishwasher, I just go hide in a bush <laughs> and just hope that no one no one finds me or the storm doesn't kill me and I just have to hope that like my squad like takes care of me if I died. But yeah, I get that. That's how it is. Okay, lighthearted. You cannot pause an online video game. I had to start with that, that one because I, you know, I don't want to be too serious yet. I love that. Okay. <laughs> what else do you have? Do you have anything, Julie? What's something that you're like I would love for maybe they are misunderstand this about teen culture or this about you know what it's like for us. Um, one thing is like texts. Um, my parents sometimes will like go through my phone and read my text just to make sure I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why it like I'm not hiding anything, but I don't know. I just like kind of nerve wracking because um, that's like my privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can see that too because like I understand that's like such a tricky thing but I get it because if parents are paying the bill then it's like your phone but it's on loan to you kind of but when parents are the ones paying for it it's technically theirs and it's like a protective thing where they want to just make sure that 
you like it's not even that they don't trust you but it's a this is our right as your parents like we can take it away from it's it's a tricky thing the whole phone thing and that's something that they didn't have to deal with you know even when i was a teenager the iphone came out the month i graduated high school i think it came out in june of 2007 i think that's crazy yeah and so even back then like you know we hit people had like the motorola razor like the super thin flip phone and they're just weird phones but all you could do really was text so that whole concept is just totally different where when they grew up and even when i grew up if i wanted to call my friends i have all my best friends still their phone numbers memorized because i had to just use the house phone right and i didn't have a contacts list or any of that and so i would just call brett 804-677-4341. Whoops, don't call Brett. I'll take that out. We'll cover that up. I shouldn't have said it out loud. I shouldn't have said Brett's number out loud, but that was just proof that I know it. Uh, we'll cover that up. But you can just bleep it. We'll bleep it. But I had to like, man, that was even crazy because if I was on the phone telling a friend about my day or something, anyone could just pick up the house phone and just listen to my yeah. conversation. And I'd be like, ah, like, I'm just talking about this girl from school or I'm talking about how I'm mad at my parents. And like, man, that was like that their way. They were doing that even with me. Like someone could just pick up the phone and be like, oh, sorry. And you're like, yeah, sorry, I'm still on the line. And, you know, listen, that was like super scary. Just being not like I was doing anything bad, yeah. but just, oh, man, like I'm going through this thing, a fight with a friend and I'm talking to another friend about it. But someone could just hear me through the wall or hear me in my bedroom talking. And that was always kind of uh, that was different. I remember that. What do you, what is something that you think like parents or, te- or adults assume about teen culture today? Like what's something, maybe a stereotype or something that you feel like you've heard that parents, adults are saying like, mm-hmm. oh, Generation Z, they're like this or this is all they do or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think my, my parents specifically, if I'm ever like watching TikTok or something, they're just assuming that everything on TikTok or Instagram is like bad or pointless and my mom's like what's the point of that like it's not what's the point I'm like it's just funny there's it's like the stuff that's not inappropriate they still have a problem with it like I don't even know what it is they just think everything on social media is useless but they actually use Facebook all the time Mm. so I see that a lot in my house um disclaimer I love my parents they're great but you do have great parents both of you have tremendous parents and this, yeah, this isn't like an apparent bashing right, thing, but right. it's like a helping bridge the, the gap of, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand this, or they think this, but it's not that way, or there's just like a weird, misunderstanding that we're just, I'm exactly. just hoping to see like, you know, hear from your point of views of what that's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Julie, do you have, what do you think is something that, adults, stereotype or think of, uh, teenagers today? What have you seen? I agree with Brennan, like, that parents sometimes think that everything's bad. Mm -hmm. Um, Social media, just friends, stuff like that. Um, It's just, I don't know where that comes from, but it just, yeah. Is there something that you would say, hey, they think this, but actually it's this way? Like, Like, in the same way. So parents say, Instagram is just bad, or, like, Mm -hmm. stuff on here is only bad for you, but then it's like, actually, no, like, what what is a win? What's a pro of of being on Instagram, or, like, a pro of TikTok or something? Specifically, there's a lot of, like, um, 
I, don't, I guess, categories on TikTok right now. And so there's, like, specific groups. And so, personally, I get, like, weightlifting stuff on my page all the time, like bodybuilding stuff or powerlifting stuff. And most of it's, like, actually good information that I've used. Um, I follow a few, like, academic people who show, like, tricks on, like, certain algebraic equations and stuff that you can use. Like, so there's not all I bad. Loved, I would have loved that. Right. It's, it's not all useless. I mean, there definitely are useless things on it, yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. I'm not saying that yeah. TikTok's 100% oh, great. Yeah. Um, but there actually is some useful information on there. And I would, I would recommend just maybe finding something on there that's useful. You don't have to watch TikTok every day. I actually don't recommend doing that on second thought. Not a good idea. Yeah. But you, what would you say? <clears throat> um, I humor mm. is yeah. Um, there's a couple people like on TikTok that I watch pretty regularly um, that are really funny. So, yeah. There's a uh, on Instagram, I follow um, I follow like a chef mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Instagram. Um He's pretty, like his videos are short, easy, um, but he's like a, he's a a famous chef um, and I've made a lot of his recipes Mm -hmm. at home for Emma and I and I just happened to find him on my like explore page once where I was like, I don't, I wasn't even like searching for hashtags or accounts. I just saw him or like, because you liked this, Mm -hmm. you might like this. And then (laughs) I saw it and I was like, this is, I would try that. I would make that. And that didn't seem too hard. And then bam, I've got like a meal yeah. that's a go-to. So in some ways it's, it's very, it can be very educational or like inspiring or teach you a, a new, like even me, like I make candles mm-hmm. on the side mm-hmm. here and there. And so I follow a few candle accounts and then people are like, oh, learn how to make this kind or here's some tips if this is, ha-. and it's, oh, this is really helpful yeah. instead of just cats, you know, playing with laser pointers <laughs> all the yeah. time. Although, you know, there's a place I for mean, that. The, yeah. yeah, that's fine. I use that yeah, all the time. I, 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 think yeah. it's, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. Is there, I asked the middle schoolers this, is there any uh, slang or words or like lingo that you guys use that you're like, mm, they don't, they don't even know if you said this to your, around your parents, maybe, or around people, they'd be like, what, what does that mean? Is there anything that you would say is super in that they might not know is in? I honestly feel like for the most part, like if I say a slang word from TikTok or Instagram or something, my parents will like catch on and they start like I've I've heard them use some certain things recently. Really? I'm like you did not just say that, Dad. Never say that again. <laughs> That's like, so yeah. good. You are too old to say that. I'm like, no. That's so good. They're, they're pretty. I mean, they they try. They try. It doesn't always work, but they try. I'll give them that. I think that's an important thing that you just mentioned of parents trying. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. trying to bridge the gap, too, of mm-hmm. being like, all right, I'm going to enter into my kid's world and see what they're into, see how I can play a part in it. And, you know, they did it when they were... It's hard to remember, but your parents were your ages, too. Right. And so they had... Even though it's different... Or that's a great question. Do you think that it's a lot different from when they were teenagers? Or do you think that some things carry over and are the same? Same kind of experiences. What do you both think? I think it's pretty the same. Like, there's different slangs and, like, hobbies and stuff. But, like, socially, like, drama-wise, it's mm-hmm. pretty the same, I think. Yeah, I think um, I think it's some things definitely carry over, but I don't disagree with Julie, but I think I think over time thing, things just change naturally. And I th- so I think um, the way that friend groups work is different now, like, all, all of those things, but... 
so yeah, I, I agree with that too. But also, I think there are a lot of different things now, um, especially because of social media. It's they didn't have it, so yeah. and that changed everything. Do you think me. social media is at the <clears throat> core of being a teenager today? Like, I wouldn't say it's at the core, but it's a large part of every teenager's life. I yeah. think, and it's it's definitely arguable that it is too big of a part of every teenager's mm-hmm. life. What advice would you give? What advice would you give to maybe yourself mm-hmm. as a parent or an adult about like if you were in their shoes right now? Mm-hmm. What would you maybe tell yourself of? Mm, hey, you know what, Brendan? This is me talking twenty years from now. This is you. Like, yeah. this isn't a big deal, or <clears throat> this th- this thing is a big. Like, what would you say to yourselves maybe? To that TikTok and Instagram and whatever Snapchat they're not bad but not to waste so much time on them because they're like they they take some time like it's it's crazy I I've, I've sat I mean I think everyone's done this I've sat and watched TikTok for hours and be like oh my gosh like I thought I sat down 5 minutes ago like, yeah. it's 6 o'clock and I started <laughs> yeah. at 4 this is crazy <laughs> yeah that's that's one that's one thing and also like not to compare yourself to other people you see on social media I don't do that as much anymore but that's a big thing that I see a lot of people do um and I used to, and it's it's sad because they're everything on social media is fake. Like every every picture of a person or like every bodybuilder you see is it's not it's not real. Like <laughs> the the way they look is not real. So that's another thing is not comparing yourself to those people. Do you have anything to add to that, Julie? What would you um, say? Um, I this thing it it might not be like just for specifically for this generation today, but like just take things with grace at one day at a time um and just have hope that things can get better yeah yeah do you feel like the adults um you know like the parent world the adult world do you feel like they do you feel like they understand what like when you're like i'm a teenager today like mom and dad you don't get it like or like i I'm so stressed out. I got to apply for college. I got to work. Like when I was in school, when I was a teenager, we had a, a decent amount of family meals. But I think a lot of times today, like teenagers have so many extracurriculars right. and so many pressures. Do you and so many things pulling for your attention and AP and IB and uh, the tech center stuff and extra things. In the homeschool world mm-hmm. that I don't understand because I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't homeschooled, but do you feel like they get the amount that's on your plates, or do you feel like the amount of stuff on your plates, on your to do list is just like they don't understand like like you want to have a life, but you also want to have a job, and you want to do like do you feel like there's a balance there? Or do you feel like they're like no, they don't get how crazy busy it is to be a teenager today. I do think they get it, but I think the fact that they get it actually, um, it, it makes them uh, take away from, like, those emotions of stress being valid. Because they're like, oh, I, w- I went through that, too. Like, it's fine. Everyone goes through that, but it's like, it still matters, though. Like, I think that that's something that happens in my house a lot is, like, that's, every teenager feels that way. I'm like, well, or every, te- every teenager in school is stressed out. It's like, well, that doesn't mean it's good that I'm stressed out. Like... Um, or th- things like that. I don't know if you know what I'm saying, but like, I think because they actually do relate to it, it makes them feel like it's not as important or as big of a deal when it really is. Julie, what would you say? 
Um, yeah, I think, um, sorry, can you repeat the question? It was like, do you feel like they understand the pressures that are like on your plate right now? How loaded and your schedules are and the amount of expectations on like of you? Or do you feel like it's like, or like he said, where, oh, well, it was like that for me. So it must be the same. Or do you mm -hmm. feel like right now that is just not true? Like, do you feel like it's a busier season, a busier life that maybe they, than they had? I think my parents definitely get, like, why they get how much work I have. Um, I'm a very driven person, and so I do have, like, a lot of stuff. Um, but I think they just, like, trust me that I, I know what I'm taking care of and that I'm just going to get it done. Yeah. Do you guys feel like... When you guys are going to be parents one day, when you guys are going to be adults out of out of high school, out of college or, you know, military work, whatever you do, do you feel like you will be like adults today or do you feel like you'll be different? I think we'll be different, but um, like I said earlier, like time changes things but also other things like some things are going to carry over i think parents are parents like and, and i think parents have this some of the same qualities in every generation so we'll be we'll be similar but different in some ways you guys are a completely digital right. experts call your generation um digital natives mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where you guys, that's your native language. You guys mm -hmm. haven't lived in a world where you haven't just had instant access to yeah. things. Like, mine was, I, I think part of the reason I was reading something the other day, why people love the, like, the generation, or decades come back into popularity, like, bell bottoms are in again, like, from the 60s, 70s, and the 90s mm -hmm. are huge right now. Like, the 90s are really big, and there was an article I was reading about why that might be, and some people say that, Everyone loves the 90s because it was the last time before that shift of right. just like everything. Mm -hmm. like you could still rent videos. You didn't just stream it. You could still, you had to still dial up like for internet. It wasn't just always on. There was no Wi-Fi. You, uh, you could, I don't know, go to the mall and like go to the Disney store. And now like the Disney store, like isn't at the mall anymore. Like now you just go online for everything. Yeah. You had to right. order a package and just wait. You didn't know when it came. Like mm -hmm. it just, there are, I, but I, so my generation like experienced that part of life. And then also have been a part of the transition to the new way yeah. where you guys have only existed in the it's new only, way. Yeah. And I think that will have an impact on how you guys, cause now your kids like, even my kids, like, I'm having a daughter in June. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. she will not know, like, when she's your age, when she's a ninth grader or 10th grader, it's going to be even crazier than yeah, you crazy. guys. And I, but I'm coming from the perspective of my upbringing of the 90s and, like, half in, half out, where you guys will have even an edge over me because you'll get what it's like to have only grown up with this thing where I don't even get that. And your parents definitely don't get that because they were even before me where they they had a simpler time even than I did. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see like the trends that carry through or the things that do, like you said, these are similar. Yeah, this stuff always, parents, this kind of thing always applies. But then I think there's little nuances that, that change per generation mm -hmm. that will impact mm -hmm. you guys but didn't impact them. That'll impact... 
me, but won't impact my daughter. Like, it'll be interesting to just see that over time. That's yeah. crazy to think about, yeah, because, yeah, your daughter is, like, probably never going to use a pencil or paper in school. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe not. Like, we didn't, even have, we didn't even have the Chromebook stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that just started when I left of, like, right. mm-hmm. we're gonna, everyone gets a laptop. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean <laughs> everyone gets a laptop? But that wouldn't have been good for me. I don't think I needed to write math problems out. And, yeah, I still, yeah, homeschool, we, we, still we, we still use paper, paper to write math, math out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are your, your Chromebooks are for just other things? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like what the teacher wants to do with it. Okay. Yeah, so like math and science a little bit. I'm in chemistry. Um, it they kind of decide like, do math on paper, do it on the computer. See, that is interesting because that some of these things make sense to you. And so like, let's put again my daughter in your shoes as a ninth grader. You'll be like, yeah, that that was similar for our experience, but it'll be nothing mm-hmm. like my yeah. experience. And that's I think where some of the disconnect comes from, where it's like you're experiencing that from both of your parents of like it's the same. But it's different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I already see that now. Like one day, my daughter will be doing something that'll be like, it was not. You hear like, we didn't have this in my day. <laughs> like it wasn't like this when I was in school, or we had to do it like this. You played or... video games with a controller in my day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All controllers VR. were yeah. still plugged in for me. <laughs> right. Now they're all just wireless. But or that... on your head. Or yeah. On your head. But none of that existed for me. Like it was just kind of starting to happen after I was phasing out of yeah. that. Like age, so it was very out of that age. I still play video games, so it's very, <laughs> it's very interesting to see those kinds of trends and how you know that's I think why I wanted to have this kind of conversation to see yeah. what you guys thought and what your experience has been. We're gonna wrap up. Do you guys have any final thoughts? Any last thing that you would want an adult to know or that you wish they knew about being a teenager, part of Gen Z twenty twenty two? I think one really good thing that they can do is to keep that effort up of being involved with with what their kids are doing or like wow. learning online and, and stuff because my parents do that they definitely um they try and that's i think that's the most important thing and also keeping like an open communication with your kids and uh, letting them know that anything that you tell them is like you know if you if you tell them something you're, they're not always going to be mad at you that's a big thing too which my parents do a good job of but um i know some don't but i think that can be really helpful um as a teenager wow yeah i agree um i just hope that like parents will just try to understand Mm -hmm. and try to be open to like the ways of this generation definitely Mm. man that's so huge Mm -hmm. you guys that is that is exactly that's exactly (laughs) it just instead of just oh i don't get it and then just checking out but just being Mm -hmm. like i don't get it but i I want to or i'm gonna like spend time with my kid or say the slang that like you're like dad (laughs) don't say this that's your dad's way of making an effort i secretly love when my dad does that i think it's great (laughs) yeah it's It's hilarious and that's like such a a win where it's they're just crossing that gap of Mm -hmm. i know Mm -hmm. things are different and they felt the same way when their parents would be like totally or red like they'd be like oh dad stop it still just happens um but that's exactly right i think you nailed it just having an open mind and being willing to learn or listen as opposed to just closed off and just anti all Mm -hmm. of it yeah man Guys, thank you so much for being <laughs> no here. Problem. That's so wise. Super fun. A- amazing words of wisdom from Julie and Brendan and Drew and Claire. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Chapel Students Podcast. 
Don't forget to like us on Instagram if you're a Midlow student or parent. We're at chapelstudents.midlow on Instagram. And if you attend Scott's Edition as a student or parent, definitely check us out at, at chapelstudents.sa on Instagram. But we'll be back next time. Hope you have an awesome day. We'll see you later. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.